listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I am Tiny. Sitting across from me is John Long's stomach. That's right. My newest co-host. <laughs> What's the deal? I don't know what the deal is. I have a very active <laughs> stomach noises today. Yeah. I don't know why. I've eaten, so I don't know why my stomach is still growling. Had a, a feeling lunch. and uh, What'd you have for lunch? Uh, I had a turkey sandwich and okay. some uh, barbecue corn chips. Nice. So normal lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, also ate some monkey turds for uh, <laughs> dessert. So uh, I had a snow cone. Okay. For yeah. lunch? Well, for dessert okay. after lunch. Let me say this, and this may be part of it. Uh, every day this week, I've eaten pimento cheese sandwiches. <laughs> uh, that may, now that I think about it. That may be part of it. Everything <laughs> might just be turning loose in there and getting ready. I don't know. Uh, that could be my problem. But anyways, that very loud. If you could hear it in this podcast, mm-hmm. my stomach growling at some point in time or making noises. I don't know what it is. Yeah. So, yeah. How was your week this week? It was a good week. You want to uh, give anybody an update on... Brief update on the. Well, we didn't talk about the rest. Oh, never of the mind. Regular show. Never mind. We're you got to join. <laughs> yeah, you got to join the Patreon to hear <laughs> the update about me and the Secret Service. We'll get that update in the Patreon show. Then. That's right. Yeah. Yes. A uh, very exciting week. Mm-hmm. Uh, not every day the Secret Service calls you on your cell phone. Mm-hmm. So there you go. John's trying to give away a bicycle. I am trying to give away a bicycle. If anybody would like a child's girl's bicycle, well, yeah. it doesn't have to be girl's bicycle. I mean, there's no gender here. Uh, Just it's sitting in my front yard. Yeah, <laughs> another color. Well, pink's pink's an okay color for mm-hmm. boys. I don't have a problem with boys in pink. Does uh, does Libby just not want to ride anymore? Or? No, she's outgrown it. Oh, and I see. She rides okay. Hudson's old bicycle now. Mm-hmm. Hudson rides Thomas's old bicycle, mm-hmm. and Thomas is out of bicycles. So, you know, <laughs> he's fixing to get into a yeah, car. He's so. in car life. Yeah. So, um, I, what about Ollie? Ollie don't want to ride it. Well, Ollie is not huge into bikes. He's very afraid of them, even though this one has training wheels. Mm-hmm. He's not, he's not into them. So, gotcha. and I've never, I didn't try to rush any of my kids into riding a bike. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, Hey, on your own terms, if you're afraid, that's fine. You know, and finally, when we moved here two years ago, it was just when Libby learned how to ride her bike. She mm-hmm. was eight, maybe. No, I, I didn't. I didn't press him on it because I haven't either. Which Eli, he's never really had a place to ride. Yeah. until now. But I asked him today. I was like, "Hey, do you want to? Would you like a bicycle? Would you like to learn to ride a bike?" And he's like, "No." Uh huh. So yeah, it can be a little scary. Mm-hmm. And I'd rather you just enjoy it than just be, you know, your dad. Plus, man, you got to like run behind them. Like it's such a. <laughs> let's be honest. It's I'm just gonna break down. Work. I'm just gonna break down and get him a golf cart. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's so much work to teach your kid to ride a bicycle. So, like at Deidre's house, they have a big hill in their front yard that's all grass. So you just put them on the top and push them, mm-hmm. and they'll figure it out. And if they wreck, they're on the grass. But we didn't have that any place I live. So, right, you had to learn out on the street and get some road rash, which is you know, I mean, if you ride a bicycle, you're eventually going to wreck. So it's mm-hmm. you know, you can learn as Libby has learned. It's not going to hurt for forever. I remember when I was growing up, riding a bike was a big deal. Yeah. All, oh, yeah. The, all the neighborhood kids had bikes. Absolutely. And we would ride our bikes all over Tuscaloosa. Yeah. 
And then I, you just look around now, and I mean, in our neighborhood, you, you see kids on bikes, but right. not, I feel like it's different now. I feel it like was, there's more kids online on Xbox. Right, I saw all these video and, games yeah. and stuff, and Pokemon and all that. It's ruining <laughs> the world. People don't know. I've, that's why I've been a staunch advocate. You learned about that in your uh, <laughs> Sunday school class. That's my Sunday your night. Revelation Sunday <laughs> my school Sunday class. My Sunday night class, which was... <laughs> That's another story for another day, but <laughs> yeah. So how was your week? It was pretty good. I spent the week uh, just, I guess, working and then fixing little stuff. I spent all day in the yard yesterday. Oh, wow. From like 1030 till six o'clock. Wow. So. <laughs> wow. All right. Kudos to you. Got the uh, brush pile back there. Finally got it all burned up. Oh, you burned it? I did. Did you get a permit? I think no. you have to have a permit to burn in the city limits. <laughs> Well, Rebel. I, I didn't. Okay. No, okay. Didn't catch yourself on fire, though. No, I didn't. All right. Eric told me a long time ago. Remember Eric? Yeah, I remember Eric. He told me that you could have a fire for any reason so long as it was uh, for warmth or to cook or for religious purposes. Okay. So, so y'all are having a prayer service. I was going to say, so if someone would have come up and said something, I'm like, hey, well, this is a religious ceremony. Yeah, right. <laughs> No, we're, we're hitting up the prayer list right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. But because, well, he mentioned that there's a, uh, there's a lady who lives in town, but she lives, I guess, anywhere she wants to. You know, yeah. she's, I, I don't want to call her homeless because. Oh, I know the lady you're talking about. People have Everybody reached out to her. Lady. She was given a trailer, yeah. like just straight up for free. You can live here, but right. she prefers to live on the street. Right. I think there may be some mental illness. Sure. She and got maybe, a man too. Sometimes oh, be does hanging she? out with. Her. Okay, yeah, but no, they build fires like I was crazy. Say, they build fires like crazy, <laughs> yeah. and, and people. And I remember Eric said that people would call them, and they would go out there and talk to her. But I mean, as far as the law is concerned, right. that was their that's their right. That, yeah, you can't take that away from her. Well, good. Yeah. They yeah they had a so you know the Wendy's that burnt down <laughs> and stayed burned down for forever before they rebuilt it not the one in Atlanta no no the one here in town okay that burnt from natural causes I guess <laughs> I assume it was <laughs> yeah but while that place was empty I came by one night and they uh, they had like a bonfire going her oh, wow. and somebody else and I was like that's pretty awesome <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like I'm sitting here where this Wendy's burned down, and I just yeah. started another fire. So great. Yeah, Good Tara, Tara also she didn't want me to burn it. She wanted me to chop oh. it all up and drag it up that. I wouldn't have done that. Hill. Yeah, no, I wouldn't have done that. And she was always like, "Well, I don't know if if our homeowners insurance uh, association will allow it." We don't, who but knows? as of here lately, yeah. I'm like, what homeowners yeah. association? I'm not even worried about the homeowners association anymore. <laughs> they can't even get the grass cut. We're, yeah, we're not. I, I don't. They planted some new flowers up at yeah. the thing, so somebody's still paying for that. Somebody. Not me, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but somebody's paying for that. No, I don't know what the deal is with that. But if I would have been you, I probably would have just drug it all across the creek and left it on somebody's land over there <laughs> yeah. instead of burning it all. But well, the whatever. problem, then I have to look at it, though. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Some <laughs> You're vines okay and stuff will grow over it. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I mowed the grass yesterday, and that's about all the outside work I did. The front mm -hmm. yard, I didn't mow the backyard. Yeah. Because... I really had to mow that side strip where my mattress was up. I didn't mow last week. <laughs> right. So then I was like, well, while I got it out, I need to go over here. And I didn't have a lot of gas for the lawnmower because I used it mm -hmm. to put in the delivery truck that time. So I hadn't <laughs> refilled it up. And I don't want to pay like $30 to fill up my gas <laughs> right. can right now. So I'm trying to wait it out and yeah. let the prices come back down. So anyways, 
it was a normal week for me. What about news stories here? Uh, well, uh, I've got a story about a Las Vegas vaccine clinic. Okay. I got a Florida lawyer story. Nice. And I've also got a story about an elderly man getting the wrong leg amputated. What about you? Well, I'm going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Okay. We've we've spent a little time on Epstein. Rest in not peace. I don't know. Should we say? (laughs) I don't know. British people saving their pubs because they're having trouble. And the state of Alabama lifting a ban on yoga. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. So there we go. I guess it's your turn to start, though. Okay, I was about to say, you threw me off. I thought you were going to start. I can, though, if you want me to. Sure, go ahead. Okay, well, let's start with Jeffrey Epstein here. Okay. Jeffrey Epstein's guards, who slept the night of his quote-unquote suicide, (laughs) strike deal to avoid time behind bars. Two corrections officers who were supposed to be guarding Jeffrey Epstein's cell the night he died by suicide, quote-unquote suicide, Mm -hmm. Uh, cut a deal with prosecutors Friday that will allow them to avoid time behind bars. Hmm, imagine that. (laughs) Under the deferred prosecution agreement, Tova Noel and Michael Thomas will admit they falsified records and will be sentenced to 100 hours of community service, according to a letter written by federal prosecutors on Friday. 100 hours of community service is not that much. I was about to say, I bet you that 100 hours of community service is in like a plush oh, yeah. luxury no. resort somewhere. And it probably don't mention it in the article, but they'll also each be given a backpack with a million dollars in cash. Sure, exactly. <laughs> uh, prosecutors said that the pair browsed the internet and slept at their desk just 15 feet from Epstein's cell instead of making their scheduled rounds every half hour. As they were told to. Yes, right. Yeah, somebody was <laughs> like, y'all just play on the internet, get your little nap in. We got it covered. <laughs> Under if the, you hear screaming, yeah. it's the internet. <laughs> you know, watching live leak videos. <laughs> Under the deal, Noel and Thomas admitted that they willfully and knowingly completed materially false count and round slips for the housing unit where they were assigned. Uh, according to the original indictment, Thomas admitted to a supervisor that they messed up, quote unquote, mm-hmm. messed up, upon finding Epstein's unrespons- unresponsive. Uh, adding, I messed up. She's not to blame. We didn't do any rounds. So, as we were told not to. <laughs> yes. One of the guards was working their second eight hour shift of the day. Oh, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> While the other one was working a fifth straight day of overtime. Many bureaus, Bureau of Prison Workers regularly work overtime due to massive staffing shortages. They will uh, undergo supervised release, cooperate with the Justice Department's Inspector General, and complete 100 hours of community service under the deal. Um, Prosecutors proposed a hearing for next Tuesday, and Judge Annalisa Torres still needs to approve the deferred prosecution agreement. Hmm. So Epstein was arrested on July 6, 2019 on federal sex trafficking charges. And he was placed on suicide watch uh, after he was found with a strip of bed sheet around his neck on July 23rd. He was then transferred to a prison hospital wing for about a week, then returned to a regular cell on July 30th. Uh, and then Epstein's cellmate was transferred on August 9th, the day before Epstein was found unresponsive. Um, the New York City medical examiner, examiner ruled Epstein's death 
on August 10th, a suicide. So hmm. these people in a little bit of a trouble. Not a lot. Not as much as I would think you would get into, though, for Some, falsifying records and everything. Something tells me that they are going to come out at the end oh, of yeah. this smelling like roses. No, it's so good. long like, as they <laughs> don't talk. Right. I mean, if one of them speaks up, they're going to wind up just like right. Epstein. No, what, what's going to happen is kind of like what you said. It's going to be like, all right, for your community service, we need you to pick up trash on this stretch of the highway mm-hmm. right here. And one of the bags they go to pick up is going to have like $3 million in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And everything will be fine for the rest of their life. Yes. Now, let's put ourselves in their shoes, Tiny. Would you allow Jeffrey Epstein to kill himself for $3 million? Would you turn a blind Ooh. eye? Golly, you know what? Just, I would 100%. Just being real? <laughs> I would 100%. It's the wrong thing to do, but... I'm a sinner. I might, <laughs> I, might, I might do the same thing. A hundred percent. Cause I'd be like, you know what? He's going to be dead. And that's what I would want for him anyway. So mm-hmm. I don't care. You know? Well now, no, I mean, I don't miss Jeffrey Epstein. No, like, yeah. no I, I mean, I, I do not care what they do to him. But right. the problem is, is all his web. Sure. All the other, all, all the other people who get to go free. Who We're going to talk about the Clinton justice. foundation. <laughs> <laughs> the Clinton Foundation. We'll do that in the Patreon section. <laughs> well, it's like, okay, we hadn't even talked about this on the show, but like the whole uh, um, Microsoft dude. Bill Gates. Gates. Bill Gates. I want to say Ben. Bill Gates, like his divorce. Ben's his brother. He <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> never did anything with his life. No, I, I don't know. Uh, again, I, I'm not friends with Bill Gates. Sure. <laughs> don't even know his first name. <laughs> but uh, his wife, she came out saying that that's part of the reason she's divorcing him is because uh-huh. of his ties with the Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, now, I don't people know. say a lot of divorce. I, I will say, say I that. don't know if she's saying this yeah. because she's wanting some money. I'm trying to make him look bad, or if it's for real, I don't know. I want to say bad stuff about Bill Gates, but since I got the vaccine in my microchip, I'm unable <laughs> to get it out. It won't come out of my mouth. Like, right. He's a saint. I don't know what the <laughs> problem is. But people do say a lot in a divorce proceeding, so yes. I don't know. I mean, it came out that he was he was sort of a wild man. He was having all kind of like Really? Oh, it's side chicks and parties, well, now, naked I, pool parties and all that. <laughs> I, don't know, I didn't know about naked pool yeah. parties. Yeah. I do know he got one vacation a year with his ex-girlfriend sure. that his wife was cool with. Yeah. How, do but, you, how do you broker that? I guess you got to well, be now, a billionaire. Hold on. Look at a picture of his ex-girlfriend. I already saw her. Different <laughs> stroke. Hey, look. Beauty's in the eye of the beholder, Tiny. Yeah. You know, she... She could have done some amazing things. I was about to say, I don't think I would feel too threatened. If- <laughs> <laughs> but she may have been... She may have been talented in other ways outside of looks. I don't know. Yeah, I would. Th- I would hope so. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I you know, I, I don't know what's up with the Bill Gates love triangle thing, mm-hmm. but uh, it's wild that he uh, is getting tied to Epstein too. I didn't know. I mean, I know everybody's tied to Epstein. Yeah, I was about like, to say- when it all broke, every, from Trump to the Clintons mm-hmm. to. Bill Gates to Steve Jobs, they're all in there with it. And here's the thing. I mean, sure, Jeffrey Epstein was an extremely rich guy. Sure. And he flew in a lot of popular circles. So just just because you were at a party with him yeah. doesn't mean you were flying out to his island. So right. the, but the question was, well, how closely were you associated yeah. with him? And did you spend any time on his island? Also, so I don't. I mean, I'm not a genius here, but I don't think you would have to go to the island to engage in sex with a minor. You know, like it happens all over the world every day anyways. You don't yeah, but, have to go to the island. But not like the island, though. 
That island is strange. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's weird. I would think if you're on an island, you're not as worried about the cops busting you sure. about a raid yeah. or anything no, like yeah, that. That's true. Or maybe your victim calls 911. It's going to take them a while to get out <laughs> take there. Take a little bit. You can see the boat coming. <laughs> yes. yes. No, I, yeah, I, I got you. I, I got you. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I hope that these people enjoy their millions of dollars that they made. So they, they can't can take die. with them. I would do it 100%. I know me. I mean, there's no reason for me to lie. Yeah. If they were like, look, we're going to, if Hillary Clinton called up the jail phone, you know, ring, ring. Hey, John, we need you to just not pay attention from this, during this time frame to his sale. We're going to take care of this problem and we're going to give you a uh, bukus of money. I would be like, okay. All right. If it was Hillary Clinton who called, I don't think I could make it through that much conversation. <laughs> She's got the most no. annoying voice. No, if if there's $3 million on the line, I'll definitely talk to you for forever. Uh, All right. How about this headline? Er- elderly man has wrong leg amputated at Austrian clinic. Now, we talked about another guy one time, I think in Africa, who had the That's wrong right. leg amputated. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> we did. It's happened again, which I would hope... That this is the mistake that just don't happen, you know? Yeah. But the fact that it's happened once is alarming. Now that it's happened twice is like doubly alarming. That's like double the alarming. <laughs> anyway, uh, how do you pronounce that right there, John? Is that Freistadt Clinic? Sure. Apologizes for tragic mistake, which local media said the patient did not initially recognize because of his illness. An Austrian hospital amputated the wrong leg of a patient, it said on Thursday, blaming the human error for what it calls a tragic mistake. The elderly patient was suffering from many illnesses at the clinic in a town of the same name near the Czech border. Said in a statement, previous sicknesses have affected his legs to the point that his left leg required amputation. We are deeply shocked that on Tuesday, May 18th, despite quality assurance standards, the wrong leg of an 82-year-old man was amputated. The clinic said, adding that the mistake was first noticed during a bandage change on Thursday morning. Oh, wow. <laughs> Imagine you're yeah. the nurse in yeah. there bandaging your leg, and you're like, I, I thought they said yeah. left leg. Hey, I just looked at your chart. I thought it was left leg. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, doc, can you come look at this for a second? <laughs> We have to find out how this failure, this mistake, could happen. Well, I mean, I think cutting off the wrong leg is how it happens. I mean, I'm not a how genius. About you take a sharpie. I feel like that's what they do. And you put a big giant yeah. X on the one you need to cut right. off. I feel like that's what they do. I know Deidre had something. Oh, she had her kidney stone things. Okay, busted up. They drew on her with a sharpie before huh. she went back. It was like, all right, this is the side right here. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I would like to apologize publicly here. The clinic's medical director, Norbert Frisch, said at a news conference. You can't trust anybody named Norbert. <laughs> Austrian news outlet Hute reported that the patient did not initially recognize the mistake because of his illness. Sure. So he's a, I guess he's just an 82 year old guy. Yeah, he's, he's probably still doped up mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, he didn't. He's, really, he's not quite able to say you cut off the wrong right. leg. He just didn't even recognize you, blooming idiots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, said that uh, the 82 year old was asked to confirm beforehand, but his articulation was limited. The oh, they want. They're like, hey, hey, Mister Johnson, <laughs> which leg are we taking off today? And they probably didn't understand him. Yeah, or maybe he wanted at the wrong one. Who or knows? maybe he was trying to say, how about neither one of yeah, them? Right? No. 
The error appears to have been made shortly before the operation when the leg when the leg that was amputated was marked. So they did mark the they marked the wrong one. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, the mistake in which the right leg was removed instead of the left occurred as a result of a sequence of unfortunate circumstances. Some might say unfortunate events. Yeah. <laughs> Let me snick it. It said adding that it was investigating what happened and would review its standards. The patient has been offered psychological assistance and must still undergo another operation to remove his left leg. Mm. So now they got to go get the other yeah, one. Yeah, I know. The operation is planned shortly. Man, so, you know, I mean, he's 82, yeah. so he's probably not walking around a ton anyway. Right. But you know his kids are like, look, we're going to need a check, y'all. <laughs> you know, I mean, immediately. Yeah. I mean, the first thing, I look, y'all, we're going to need a check. One last great Christmas yeah. present from old grandpa. Yeah. Pop would want us to be rich because y'all screwed up. <laughs> oh, dang. Ah, man. Man, you went from... Having one leg to no legs now. Yeah. That's horrible. I mean, he already he knew he was going to lose one. Yeah. But then they're like, whoops. Yeah. I guess we got to cut them both now. I got a one-legged friend, you know? Do you? Yeah. He's been to church before once a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, we lived together in college back when he had two legs. But he had cancer in his hip. And uh, they ended up giving him a titanium hip. And they replaced it a couple times because mm-hmm. they don't make, you know, they don't make uh, fake hips for... 20 something year old guys. I might go for old folks. So right. it would wear out and they'd have to replace it. And then finally it got to where there was nothing to attach it to. And then he was like, I'll well, just take off my leg. Hmm. And that son gun is as mobile as anybody in the world. He won't take help for nothing. I mean, he's a pretty impressive guy, you know, to have one leg. Like uh, Oscar Pistorius. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll tell I mean, you what. I don't think he killed his spouse <laughs> or his girlfriend or whatever. <laughs> I, was just, I was just fixing to talk about how much I admire Oscar Pistorius <laughs> yeah. for losing both his legs and competing in the Olympics. And still murdering somebody. <laughs> Despite all that, still murdering somebody. <laughs> yeah. Hats off to him. He's supposed to be getting out of jail soon, I think. Oh, really? I, like in Italy, I don't think I think if you kill somebody in Italy, it's like... It's like no big deal. It's like getting arrested with weed in Alabama. <laughs> right. You know? Like, you do like 10 years or something. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, which Alabama, we legalize medical marijuana. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I saw that in the Discord. That's how I was informed yeah. of the decision as I saw it in the Earth Audit. I'm Discord. going to get a glaucoma check tomorrow. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But Deidre, you know, Deidre works in the cancer center. Mm-hmm. Uh, I already had people call and wonder how they can get their <laughs> prescription for it. How, well, how does that, does it, I guess it's just going to take a while. Like, I think they had to get the standards and rules and regulations mm-hmm. hammered out and down there. So everybody. even though it's legal, yeah. we don't have everything in place to start well, we don't have, it out yet. I don't think we have a legal distribution system yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it would take to ramp that up, mm-hmm. but we, we didn't like, they didn't legalize it. Like you can go buy a gram of you know, whatever. Right. Pur- you got to have a prescription, which I'm assuming you'll have to get from a dispensary. Well, and it's only for uh, oils, capsules, and tinctures, and and lotions, and all that, gummies, and things like that. You, that you can't go and just roll up a joint right. because you got cancer and start smoking it. But all these gummies and stuff, they yeah. can they still have like the THC yeah. chemicals, yeah, right? Definitely. Okay. Still yeah. get you high. Yeah. Still, okay. still get you high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure out how to get my prescription card. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's old John. That's not new John. All right. 
Uh, well, speaking of Alabama, let's move on to that one. Alabama, uh, everybody knows public education in Alabama, one of the top in the nation. <laughs> everybody who listens to this podcast knows Tiny and I are geniuses coming through the <laughs> Alabama public school system. Yep. Well, Alabama lifts ban on teaching yoga in public schools. It's all downhill from here. <laughs> But we still are barring namaste, the the like little greeting. Isn't yeah. that how you say it, namaste? Okay. You would I, think as many hippies <laughs> as I hung out in my life, I would know this, but I don't. I, the first time I ever heard namaste was on the Trolls movie. Okay. When one of the little trolls said so, <laughs> voiced by Russell Brand. But I have no idea what that means or why it's banned. Well, Alabama has lifted a three-decade-long ban on allowing yoga to be taught in public schools, though the word namaste and chanting om will still be barred in the classroom. Hmm. Governor Kay Ivey, a Republican, Signed, they, they pointed that out. They got to point that out. Signed a bill which overrides the state's 1993 ban on yoga instructions and allows local school boards to decide whether students can be taught the ancient practice. Is it ancient? Yes, yeah, I mean, ancient, I believe. Well, I just thought stretching was something we've all done for forever. I guess, but I, I didn't know, like, well, formally yoga. Like, okay. Uh, Yoga, I don't know a lot about yoga, by the way. I don't either. But now yoga, it does involve like a lot of like crazy poses and stretching sure. and stuff you put your body in. But I do believe that it's actually tied to religious practices, oh, yeah? which is probably why it was banned. Well, here you go, Tiny. You fall into this category of people. Some conservative Christian <laughs> groups. <laughs> Some conservative Christian groups fought to retain the ban, arguing that allowing yoga in the classroom could result in children converting to Hinduism. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Yoga is a very big part of the Hindu religion, and if this bill passes, then instructors will be able to come into classrooms as young as kindergarten and bring these children through guided imagery, which is a spiritual ex exercise. Becky Ger Gerdeson, director of the conservative Alabama Eagle, told state senators recently. Now, I'm an Alabamian. I've never heard of the Alabama Eagle. I haven't either. Yeah. She must, must not have too many people subscribing. It must be from Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get people, Alabama and Auburn fans, to read your thing. His name is Alabama Eagle. You yeah. Know? Or the uh, Alabama Elephant. Yeah. It could have been the Auburn Elephant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These complaints are part of a broader pushback against yoga in schools as it becomes a more popular tool for educators. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommended the use of yoga and meditation in schools to reduce those stressful feelings and increase your ability to remember things more clearly. Oh, better not have a prayer, though. No, no, no. You, <laughs> they will walk in and shoot you in the face if you pray while you're doing yoga. <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't, you will not oh, be oh, allowed hold to Hold it, hold it. There's a catch here. Uh huh. They're praying to Vishnu. <laughs> okay. That's acceptable. <laughs> That's 100% acceptable. <laughs> Jeremy Gray, a Democratic representative and certified yoga instructor, introduced the legislation to allow yoga back into the schools three times before it was approved in a 75 to 14 vote on Monday. Uh, Gray, who is a Christian and attends a Baptist church. Whoa, whoa, that's <laughs> wild. Doing yoga and being Baptist. <laughs> 
He said that the promoting of Hinduism argument is the only talking point these conservative groups have, and it makes them look very misinformed and miseducated on the issue. So anyways, the article goes on to talk all about how yoga helps people or hurts them, depending on who's the quotes Mm -hmm. coming from. Right. But either way, kids in Alabama schools will be able to do yoga now. Mm-hmm. And I know all the teenage boys will be happy about the yoga <laughs> pants that will be in school uh, from here on out. So good for them. You know, that's yeah. a win for them. I really think I could get into yoga. Yeah, you know? I don't think if look, if, if all you're doing is stretching yeah. and it's just an exercise, I don't think that's a big deal. Right. But, uh, and again, and I don't know, I've never sat through a high school yoga class. No. So I don't well, it know. It was banned. I don't know if they're going to talk about, you know, like meditation or right. like, you know, what's that, those crazy things they do? Your the uh, mantras. mantras? Yeah. yeah. I don't know if they're going to incorporate any of that. Yeah. But, I mean, how could you not see that being an issue? Yeah. As far as, well, I mean, I mean, we, we talked about it, you know, prayer in schools, that's mm-hmm. like strictly prohibited. And sure. every time you want to do something, then there's going to be some group somewhere that's going to stand up. Well, separation of church and state, you can't right. do that. Yeah. But then we're going to bring in yoga practices. You can't expect that not to be controversial. Well, in Alabama. Well, in yeah. Alabama, yeah. yes. True. But I, on the surface, I could get into yoga, mm-hmm. but... People that are into yoga turn me off to being into yoga. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) They're all all over the top for me. You know, and I like putting Instagram pictures up of them doing like, you know, pick poses and all. Mm -hmm. I just can't get into that. Downward dog. Yeah. I say that with the exception of my cousin Casey, who does yoga. She's cool, but everybody else bothers me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't think I could as much like becoming a motorcycle guy. I can't make the outfit change to, you know, I don't have the clothes to be yoga, <laughs> right. into yoga. So gotcha. it's just, and they don't want to see a guy like me showing up to the well, yoga studio. Say, <laughs> you know, I mean, if you really wanted to have the right clothes for yoga, all you need is a loincloth, right? I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, I just, I just don't think I can get it into mm-hmm. like an organized yoga setting. Now, I might could watch a YouTube video and do it in the living room or something. Yeah. But I don't think I would go down to a studio somewhere with my little mat and roll mm-hmm. it out and do it. But I love to stretch, man. Like stretching is amazing. Closest will- thing to getting high I can do now is stretching. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. I will admit, I do think that the greatest thing that's ever come from yoga was Dazeen in okay. Street Fighter 2. Okay, I have no reference for what you're talking about. He was I'm the, uh, the stretchy guy. I have no idea. Oh, okay. I know Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> no. Okay. Not, not I, don't have, I don't know a lot of Street Fighter lore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Canon. Whatever you guys say. Sad. Is it? No. Is it sad? <laughs> I don't think bit. it's sad. That was a <laughs> Another thing top I wanna... arcade game from the 90s. <laughs> so, I thought everybody knew Street Fighter 2. I don't, I don't want to get too far off, uh, but... You did tag me in a picture of Chick-fil-A McDonald's smack talk this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I did. And I commented what I thought was the perfect point for all you anti-McDonald's people. The number one thing y'all say is, I don't go to McDonald's. I hate McDonald's. But then you're always like, the shake machine's always broken at McDonald's. So that, something's not meshing there. Either you go enough to know the shake machine's broken, 
or you or you're just throwing out accusations because I got to shake at McDonald's well, this not, week. You're not talking to me because yeah. I've admitted I go to McDonald's sure. on a regular basis. I, was, I mean, in general, yeah, and and yeah, the shake machine's always broken. I got to shake this week at McDonald's. <laughs> you know what? I didn't. in Greensboro, Alabama, by the way, <laughs> I didn't. Well, you didn't try. <laughs> you didn't try. Yeah. What did you do differently besides say, "Hey, I would like a vanilla shake"? Uh, well, first of all, I don't drink vanilla shakes. Okay, <laughs> I'm a chocolate and chocolate only man. All right, I <laughs> not like even my strong. I like my shades like my women, okay? Dark and cold, okay? <laughs> and uh the uh and yeah, I just I just said, can I get a medium chocolate milkshake? And they're like, sure. Hmm. Roll on around the window too and pay. And I did. And they handed it to me and it was fine. Well. Tasted great. It's about a 50-50 shot if it I really if is. I go. It really is. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> but everybody out there, I've just I've called you bluff. Like either you're going enough to know that the shake machine is broken or you're propagating lies on Chick-fil-A's behalf. How about this? We're going to go from Alabama schools to a Florida lawyer. Okay. She was arrested after ramming her ex-husband's house with her SUV (laughs) and then vomiting on a deputy. Okay. All right. That's uh, a two for one. According to a story, a Florida lawyer was arrested after ramming her SUV into her ex-husband's house, threatening to kill his girlfriend, and then spitting on a deputy. Oh. Which, I would. I need to know, is it spit or vomit? Which would you rather have done on you? Spit. For real? Uh, vomit, dude. I tell you, the, the stomach acid smell Oh, no, no. I've been vomiting on. to me. <laughs> I've been vomiting on by children and peers before Oh, I have too, life. yes. But... The spitting, like, that is an act of I hate you. Like, very few people can voluntarily vomit, Mm -hmm. you know? So I would be like, I I could pass that off. Like, if you spit on me, we're going to be fighting, you know? (laughs) Like, I don't know what else to do. So, so it's not so much the the bodily fluids yeah, no, themselves. Yeah. It's you, the intent yeah. for you is what is what yeah makes exactly it yeah no either okay. one's gross as far as getting it on you, mm-hmm. but I don't feel like you threw up on me on purpose. Well, no, I don't feel like that either. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. For me, it's just oh that stomach acid smell. It's is bad. so bad. It makes me. I will vomit. Too, yeah, I will too. Know? Yeah, if it's strong I enough. Yeah. I got a weak stomach anyway, so yeah, I'll vomit in a heartbeat. <laughs> According to court records, Francine Blair Bogumil, 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 is she like a Harry Potter character? <laughs> oh no! Forty years old, crashed her Land Rover into the back of a GMC Yukon parked in her ex ex's driveway on April thirtieth of twenty twenty around three a.m. So, <laughs> okay, she, she had left her five year old and eleven year old children at home alone. Okay, that's she, a that's a long family move she, right there. She woke up and went over there to, to do this. I, something tells me she hadn't been asleep. <laughs> <laughs> According to records, the force jammed the Yukon into her ex's garage door, turning it inward two to three feet. Boggy Mills' ex-husband saw her throwing things at his girlfriend's BMW and breaking the windows when he came out of his house, according to the article. He said that he called 911 and tried to intervene between the lawyer and his mother, claiming that he slapped her once after she slapped him twice. Okay. I will kill you, B-word. Boggy Bill allegedly (laughs) screamed at the girlfriend. He also said, no, blank you, and spit on an Orange County Sheriff's deputy when he ordered her to stop shouting, according to the paper. 
According to court records, uh, she posted bail and then texted her ex-husband and his girlfriend days after her detention in violation of a restraining order. Um, what do you think that text was? Uh, I bet you it was not a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a gif. Like, what gif would you send? I think, what if it was like, uh, you guys interested in coming to the fifth Sunday night singing at church? <laughs> I was, what, if, what if it's the gif where uh, Steve Carell's like mouthing, I'm going to kill you? <laughs> right. I'll kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Boggy Mill allegedly told his girlfriend, according to the article, that then there's your mother and father. If I were you, I'd back the blank up. Okay. Just a thought. Keep away from my kids. You've been warned. There you go. She also accused. She was also accused of printing miss missing person flyers with a photo of her ex-husband <laughs> and her two children. No, it says for her two oh, children. For her two children. Oh, that sounds like a healthy co-parenting relationship. <laughs> she sent the ex-husband a text message that said, you should hold it against yourself because I'm just getting started with the ways I can ruin your life. Unless you surrender, I will blank you up wow. your country. I mean, what's she bringing America into this for? <laughs> <laughs> this time, I'm not going there. It's about to get a whole lot worse. She was charged with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. I'm assuming that's the car. Sure. Assault on a police officer, domestic violence battery, two counts of violating criminal criminal domestic violence restraining orders, and criminal mischief. Since pleading no contest to the charges, she was sentenced to 51 weeks in an Orange County jail. Wow. She's been suspended from the bar since then. Sure. <laughs> Can't go back there. Well, that's the... That's the legal bar. Oh, never mind. Yeah, that's not just your water at all. Well, they should do that too. <laughs> just so you can't lawyer no more. <laughs> yeah. With Judge Daryl J. Eisenhower suggesting that she may be permanently impeached. There so, we go. I tell you what, it's true what they say. Hell uh, hath no hath fury no, like a woman true. scorned. Um, you know, it, that seems like a good way to get your kids taken away from you. You know, <laughs> a really good. Like way. if you don't want the ex girlfriend or your husband around your kids, this is not the way to keep that from happening. <laughs> yes, you know, or the new well, girlfriend. She's a lawyer. She yeah. should know all the moves, right? Well, I would imagine she's probably a few bottles deep into the old wine and <laughs> sitting up getting mad. Probably saw some Facebook post or something, yeah. and they're having fun and. Or somebody snapped. told her something oh, that yeah. somebody else told them, and by sure. the time it got over to her, it was yeah they were like doing something terrible. Yeah. Well, yeah. I hate that that happened for them, but uh, you know, whatever. Don't go nuts. I, I don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. Men and women both. But divorce is a rough thing, you know. Mm -hmm. That's why when Deidre leaves me, like she decides to divorce <laughs> me, I'm just going to go away. Y'all never see me again. Like, She's going to vanish. Yeah, I know. I mean, well, she'll never get a dime of child support out of me, <laughs> number one. That's all she needs to know, okay? <laughs> and I know they're my kids and I should pay for them, but no, I never will. <laughs> I never this will. Is this is about all the other guys, all the other dads out there getting screwed. That's right. That's right. I'll go off the grid. I'll be living down here by the creek behind your house. <laughs> yeah. you <know? laughs> There's like stories among the neighborhood That's kids. Right. <laughs> the old wild man back there. <laughs> yeah. I'm kidding. I'd pay child support. Luckily, though, I mean, like, I guess in Alabama, you got to pay until they're 19. So, mm -hmm. I'd, at most, I'd have to pay it for for Libby, you know, for what, the next nine years. No, 
eight years and mm-hmm. forgot how old my daughter is. <laughs> so I'll be, I can, I can manage that. Yeah. That ain't no problem. Yeah. I mean, I'll go work at a really crappy job, so I don't make that much money, so I don't have to give her that much. But yeah. and then get a better job after. Yeah, yeah. So as I get off, I go back and get a real good job somewhere. I know we need to move on, but I worked with a guy who he worked like I want to say like sixty hours a week for like a month straight, trying to pay off all this furniture they had gotten for their house and uh-huh. whatnot. And then she came home and she, or he came home one night and she had packed up everything oh. and left. Mm. And then because he had worked all that overtime that's what to pay for judging. all that, that's what they based the child support on. And so he ended up, he got hammered. Oh, oh. I mean, you know, it never, there's plenty of stories. I'm sure women get screwed in divorce court too. I don't know. You know, all the stories I've ever heard think, have been about I think, guys. I think their screwing comes before the court. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but I would just say, like, uh, I feel like Deidre's got a better chance of finding somebody else to help support her and my, mm-hmm. and my kids than I do of finding somebody <laughs> else. So I'm like, why do I have to pay? Just let the new guy pay. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, the new guy don't pay, does no, he? Well, I mean, I don't know. I, well, I, I, no, with another guy really. who's divorced, he's paying child support. She went and married, like, a doctor. Yeah. And so they got two incomes plus his child support sure. check. right. And oh, I know. Yeah. I think he's like paying their house payment. Well, that's tough. <laughs> I mean, that's tough. I don't know what you do. You know, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. I don't know. I don't either. I just hope Dieter don't leave me. You know, <laughs> right? Uh, that's all I think I can do. Only way out of this marriage is in a box. <laughs> one, one of us is gonna be dead, woman. <laughs> well, well, you know, I mean, I put a bullet through my brain in a heartbeat anyway. So <laughs> there's barely anything keeping me from doing that on a normal day. Um, all right. British people, Brits. Yeah. Their urge to drink 124 pints each to help struggling pubs get back on their feet. Huh. 124 pints. That's basically 124 bottles of beer. That's like an <laughs> Alabama football weekend. Yeah. You know, pub goers will need to drink 124 pints this summer to save the nation's food and beverage industry. Finance experts have claimed. Claimed. Well, You've got the whole summer to do it, though, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like people in Alabama months. would have no trouble yeah, saving no. their pubs. I feel like British people they 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 do their drinking. Do you they? know, they they know okay. what's up. Well, what's the? Well, I mean, uh, I keep on keep reading. Well, the industry needs twenty five point six six billion pounds uh, a a twenty five point six six billion pound boost to return to pre pandemic levels after a year of four forced closures resulted in record losses. And who would have thought forcing places to close down for multiple months would not have any financial impact? It's crazy. Wow. Uh, Finance experts, company debt, that's the name of the finance experts, company debt, say drastic drinking would be the best way of saving struggling hospitality businesses and to protect pubs from facing closures as a result of the lockdown. Drastic drinking. Yeah, right. (laughs) So uh, its website states, with the latest estimates suggesting that UK's food and beverage industries uh, lost at least $25 billion due to COVID-19, we wondered how much every person in the UK would need to spend in order to reach pre-pandemic levels. In particular, we wondered how far that money would go in pubs, one of the most beleaguered sectors. We came up with a figure of 124 pints per adult 
based on a figure of 52 million adults in the UK. Campaigners have produced a Your Local Pub Needs You poster, which asks punters to support 40,000 pubs and bars that are fighting to stay afloat. The poster states the average pub will need each customer to spend an additional 382 pounds this year to combat the impact that COVID has had on the sector. So all that go it goes on to say, you know, everybody needs to go get drunk, basically. <laughs> right. And I would just say as an American, I would like to help out in this endeavor. You know, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how I can. I'll just drink over here. May I'll Guinness, I'll buy mm. Guinness beer, I guess. And uh, just more power to them. I'm trying to save the Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Have you noticed our new Taco Bell over here, which they're throwing up quickly? Yes. Has a broken window in it. Yeah, I have noticed that. I wondered if it was like broken construction or if some there's a mad Bell Mead, <laughs> you know, a uh, citizen here who got mad and just went and threw a rock through it. I don't know, but like if you look at the glass, is it like double pane? I guess it, it is. Because it looks like one side yeah, is, but, right. but the, there's still a pane in front of it. Yeah, I think it's double pane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny we both analyzed the broken window at the because Taco Bell. My first thought was, oh no, someone broke out the window. Uh-huh. What if they decide not to open up my Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, okay, well, maybe it's like that frosted. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, sometimes uh, 7-Elevens, they'll put up, like, yeah. they'll make it look like it's really cold in the sure. building. They'll put up that frosted stuff on the windows. Yeah. Maybe it's that. No, it's no. broke. And my first thought was it was like the plastic covering that they were mm-hmm. going to tear off, you yeah, know, yeah. and somebody just stopped halfway through it. And then I was like, no, that thing is broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like, took two minutes pulling out of the neighborhood to stare at it one day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I did notice on Facebook, People have started calling it Taco Bell Mead, and I want it's to comment <laughs> that Tiny is the person who invented that. <laughs> yes. uh, Tiny is the guy. Credit to, to me. Yeah, all credit to Tiny <laughs> for calling it Taco Bell Mead. And I, I'm just saying, you're not getting your due you know, <laughs> yeah. that you should for that. All right. Here's what we need. We need to make up some shirts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There we go. That's it. Um. All right. Well. You got one more story, don't you? I have one more story. Okay. And shout out to Gabby Girl. Oh. Or maybe some of our younger listeners. This one is a little spicy. Oh, yeah. So you may need to turn away or at least put in your earbuds (laughs) so your parents don't know what you're listening to. Take it off the Bluetooth speaker. (laughs) Yes. The headline here, which is from the AP. This is a legitimate story. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas officials hold a pop-up vaccine clinic at a club of sorts where women will remove their clothing for tips. Sure. It's a strip club. It's a vaccine clinic in a strip club. (laughs) Okay. I like that picture there. They got a picture here of uh, a horse wearing lingerie (laughs) getting a a shot. I believe it is. It's got a neck like a horse. I'll say that much. (laughs) I'm just saying she would get no money from me. You, you no so? tips. You think so? I don't care how good she. Tans. She drops that top. You're pulling the dollar bills out. I guarantee you. <laughs> no. I've been in enough. I know how it works. <laughs> I know. <laughs> anyway, uh, wearing a French-made lingerie costume in high heels, dancer JoJo Hamner. <laughs> I wonder if any any. Kid we know Eddie. a lot of Hamners. <laughs> we go to church with a lot of Hamners. <laughs> Patient uh, waited patiently to get her COVID-19 vaccine in a line that snaked past a glittery hostess stand under a red light chandelier. 
When it was her turn, Hamner sat in a chair and held onto a small feather duster that completed her costume while a nurse administered the shot into her already exposed arm. And I want to say I'm a little disappointed it's not a naughty nurse, given the, <laughs> given the vaccine. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. That would have really completed it. Such a waste. I know. <laughs> Uh, she then waited the required 15 minutes of observation, sitting with another vaccine recipient in leather chairs between plush purple booths, vacant stages, and empty poles at this strip club in Las Vegas. This is just the most Vegas thing I have ever seen, she said of the experience. Sure. Larry Flint's Hustler Club with a spinning disco ball casting rainbow colors on the walls but more lights turned on than usual was an unconventional sight for a walk-in vaccine clinic. But as government officials and health workers try to address the slowing demand for the COVID-19 vaccines, they're increasingly uh, turning to creative ways to incentivize people to show up and get a shot. This is just another way to access our population, said Joanne, Joanne Rupier the chief nurse of the Southern Nevada Health District who monitored the walk-in clinic. It might attract some people who like the novelty of it, I suppose. Sure. The clinic opened for several hours Friday night, administering shots to about 100 people before the strip club opened for its usual business. Yeah, get on in early, get your vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Several workers at the club, including Hamner, a dancer at a topless revenue review. Review. Topless no, review. No, that says revenue. I, th- but that's it's a supposed mistake. to be review. Yeah. Come on, AP. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Use Grammarly. <laughs> uh, they got their shots at the clinic along with members of the public. Some people who showed up to get the shots admitted they were reluctant to get the vaccine, but decided to go in if it meant they got to visit a strip club. Those were all married men. <laughs> I was just, I was just sitting here thinking, you know, like a Southern Baptist. Sure, who, right. They're not going for the the club. I'm just they're, getting the vaccine. They're just getting the shot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Roberto Monetti, who lives near the club, said that he had been putting off getting his shot, but realized he should get it in order to resume his love of traveling. There you go <laughs> to various clubs. Sure. <laughs> He said he probably wouldn't have gotten his shot at a more homedrum uh, venue, but he decided to go to the Hustler Club because it felt familiar. Okay, horny guy. <laughs> he's He's been spinning <laughs> them ones. He's been in there several times. <laughs> I've been here so many. I mean, I've been here a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe 10 times, give or take, he said with a laugh. Sure. <laughs> 10 times is a lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to wait, I tell you, said Las Vegas resident Michael Myers, as he stood between a full-length picture of a naked woman and a sign promoting social distancing (laughs) and other behaviors to mitigate the virus spread. Myers' wife, Lisa Harper, said that he changed his mind when she told him they could get get it at the Hustler Club. (laughs) I said, Flint's Hustler? She said, yeah. And I said, oh, well, let me reconsider, he said with a laugh. A lot of people that wouldn't ordinarily do it, a lot of guys, they said, they came here because it's the hustler. His wife, Harper, said, to take away the stodginess of it, to make it hustler, it's very clever. Nothing says vaccinations like a stripper pole, said the couple's friend, George Stockland, who joined them to get his shot. Yeah, I mean, yeah, more or less (laughs) penicillin, I would think, is more appropriate for a stripper's pole. Uh, Meyer, 70, said he was reluctant to get the shot and worried about how fast it had been available, but he noted his age, and he said that he was concerned about his ability to spread the virus and infect others, including his wife. 
Meyer said he was disappointed there were no dancers on the stage while he got his shot. I agree. You know, like, <laughs> how could you not have them on there? <laughs> he says, uh, at least I got the scope of it. So he got to see where they, where they dance. Sure, yeah. He's prepared next time he comes in. <laughs> More than 46% of the state's population, age 12 and over, has received at least one shot of the vaccine. But Nevada health officials said this week, that a steep drop-off in demand for shots may make it impossible for the state to reach a goal of vaccinating 75% of the eligible population. Nevada officials have been increasingly turning to pop-up clinics in places like churches, schools, and senior centers, and now even strip clubs, to try to get more shots into arms. As demand has slowed across the country, governments and businesses are turning to other creative ways to get shots in arms. Marijuana dispensaries have offered joints for jabs. <laughs> Breweries have offered shots and a chaser. And Ohio next week plans to debut a lottery system for residents to, who get vaccinated with a $1 million prize and five full-ride college scholarships. Las Vegas officials said the Hustler Club approached them about holding the clinic after hosting a similar vaccination site at the company's New Orleans location. The club offered its own incentives to those who show proof of vaccination, a membership card giving them and five friends free admission, a complimentary bottle of alcohol, dances from a vaccinated entertainer, sure, naturally, and other perks. Ralph James, the general manager, said that the business thought it would be a good chance to help the community and get back to normal faster. He just wanted to give back. Sure. Just, just give back. <laughs> yes. Uh, he acknowledged people may not typically think of a strip club as a public health partner, but he said this gives everyone a chance to see how clean it is, and it's a normal business just like any other business. It's just another business, yeah. John. I mean, every business takes off their clothes. <laughs> yes. yeah, normal business. <laughs> you ever seen the Naked News? <laughs> I have. I do have. they still do that? I don't know they if don't they do, do or not. Do they? I have no idea. But, I mean, good for them. Mm -hmm. Good for them. Helping out everybody. Would you get your vaccination at a strip club? Like in no. Alabama. <laughs> it's a whole different vibe at Alabama strip clubs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, again, I can't agree with you more that uh, the naughty nurse outfit really would have completed the whole vibe. Yeah. yeah Such no. a waste. I mean, goodness gracious. <laughs> Not to brag, I'm fully vaccinated. <laughs> got my card in my wallet. So credit um, to John. Credit to John. And I got a free can of Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice <laughs> for being fully vaccinated. I'm kidding, Squirrel's not giving that out. Everybody quit hitting him up. <laughs> but we want to thank our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com where you can order the spice right on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, naughty nurses, and anything <laughs> else you can think of putting it on. Uh, Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. Heard it's amazing on the Pfizer vaccine, too. You know, <laughs> nice. just gives it a good little kick when they put it in. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, and you can find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer on there, or you can order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. 
Now here uh, locally, it's available at Vowels Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Mart in downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace in Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and it has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl by you blend of spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you pay full price. That's right. Uh, you want to do voicemails? Sure. We got a bunch of them this okay. week. Okay, wow. <laughs> so we better get started if we're going to get through these. This first one comes from, I believe that's Marquette. Hey, guys. My name is Marquette, and I'm calling you from Northwest Georgia. And I have been, am a longtime listener, first-time caller. All right. And I just wanted to comment on your latest podcast. Uh, a couple of things. The first thing is, it's interesting that they have a chicken shortage at Chick-fil-A. And I was curious. That kind of reminded me that uh, I wanted to ask if y'all ever or... If you would ever want to go for cage-free eggs, because I, I pretty much go for free range, and I don't know that's that's kind of a debate with me and, and my roommates. But for me, it's so important that you find free range animals uh, products, even uh, like chicken breasts and things, because I feel like it's more assured that they're going to be humanely raised and cared about. Plus, the nutritional value of free range eggs versus cage free and versus just the normal old chicken house eggs is very different and if you crack one cage free egg and compare it to a, a free range egg you can really tell the difference because an egg yolk is supposed to be orange not yellow that shows you the nutritional value in that um also uh, the chick-fil-a debate i definitely wanted to put in my two cents on that i'm not a huge fan of chick-fil-a i mean the chicken is, is all right you know if you cook anything in peanut oil it's gonna be good but um if you didn't cook in a peanut oil i think it would just be kind of boring and the waffle fries are terrible i hate waffle fries but i will say the one time i did like them was at the vortex comedy club i believe it's in atlanta georgia and they had these beautifully like cinnamon sugar sweet potato waffle fries and they had a marshmallow dip and that was incredible it almost changed my thinking of waffle fries except <laughs> that it didn't and chicken fries still sucks and sitting in that line i mean it doesn't seem like a lot but i feel so bad for those people like um like john was saying how they have to stand out in the hot or the cold whenever no matter what time of year it is i mean it's pretty humid here in northwest georgia so it's terrible seeing them out there those poor things Especially during COVID, they got to be up at people's windows. Like, that's just not fair. Not fair. Anyway, I uh, love y'all's podcast. It's so interesting. It always makes me laugh. I listen to it at work almost every day. And I'm, I'm just now catching up on the earlier episodes, which are kind of uh, still great. But the extra music is, is definitely weird since <laughs> I started on about halfway through your podcast initially. <laughs> anyway, I'll call back with a few more things another time. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah, those those music breaks in the middle, uh, that was early on, and I thought we were going to get advertisers, and that was going to be a perfect place to stick an ad, but sure. it didn't happen. happen. 
I was uh, I was learning, and uh, some might say I was trying too hard. Well, I just want to say, Marquette, uh, from Northwest Georgia, I don't know, LJ, maybe, Hiram, I don't know where in Northwest Georgia you're from, but I love you, by the way, and I'm, I'm glad that you have reinforced <laughs> that Chick-fil-A is not all it's cracked up to be, and it's okay to talk about Chick-fil-A. I've That's my new Chick-fil-A, saying. <laughs> I've heard Chick-fil-A uses nothing but free age, free range <laughs> eggs. Now, I don't know. So. <laughs> I've had what we call yard eggs. I don't know if those are considered free range or cage free. I was, I was just free. to say uh, Ralph. Yeah, right. Ralph He'll get some. Yeah. Eggs. Are they free that, range? That counts as free range, right? Does it? I don't know. We just call them yard eggs <laughs> <laughs> around yeah. here. Yeah. So I don't know. But uh, I'll eat any egg. I, I have mm-hmm. no... Uh, scruples about eating uh, caged, free-range yard eggs. I'll eat any egg. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm an egg fan. So long as you can put them in John's mouth, he'll eat <laughs> eggs. I'll eat an egg. <laughs> All right. Next up. Hey, guys. This is Derek giving you a call in on my drive-in this Friday morning. I appreciate the, um, the shout-out last week, John. I can't believe that you have not listened to the S-Town podcast um, <laughs> now, on some entertaining craziness there. I listened to it um, when it first came out before I started working over here. And then since I've worked over here, I've probably listened to it three more times because as, as time goes on and I know more people, when I listen to the podcast, I know a lot of, I know a lot more people in there and I can kind of relate to it. But, um, some of those folks in there, um, I know well. I don't know the main characters, but you know, I know the old probate judge, and as I mentioned, him, uh, Keith Burke, um, whose family they talk about quite a bit, um, used to be one of our county commissioners. Oh, cool. One of the finest individuals I've ever met in my life. I think the world of him. But anyway, it's a great podcast. Oh, oh, and I don't want to give it away in case you do listen to it, but one of the people that they think has something big that's in the podcast one of the people that they think ended up with something that she used to work in the office across from me not while i was there but anyway so it 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 kind of brings a lot of it home to me i can relate but anyway uh that's something else i was gonna say oh i got my covid shot this week just um and my second one and it about knocked me on my rear end i didn't even know i had the first one but that second one's been rough, but I'm fully vaccinated and ready to conquer the world now. So that's about it. Beautiful day. We got the Chamber of Commerce golf tournament this afternoon that um, benefits Save a Life over here at the Country Club. John, y'all should get you um, a team in it next year uh, for Spiller, and y'all can play in that. I'm not playing. I haven't played golf about 15 years, and I didn't see any need in me. Um, embarrassing myself, but I'm gonna be out there and we sponsor the hole and I got some door prizes to take that's in the back of my vehicle and I'm gonna get out there and fellowship with some folks this afternoon. So anyway, it should be a great day. Just keep up the good work, y'all. I enjoy listening to you back and forth um to work and all and I appreciate all you doing. So I hope you have a great day. Talk to you later. Thank you so much, Derek. Yeah. I tell you what, I wish uh man, I would like to know but that lady, if she did or didn't get uh, some stuff. I don't know. 
Derek's got the inside track. I know. He's, got he's the down inside there every track. day. He's a big man in uh, Bibb <laughs> County. You yeah. know, I mean, he's he's. He's a walking dog down there. I think he runs the show. It's been a while since I listened, but if I remember correctly, the well, the dude killed himself. I mean, yeah. that's you know pretty obvious. The first episode, you find that out, and then there was some fighting over his stuff because okay. he was one of these guys who just had junk. He just had a bunch of stuff, but allegedly, like it was rumored, he like put a lot of money in gold. Oh, uh, okay. And and then he had like some. He didn't have. I don't think he had any like close family. But he had some distant family. But then he also had like he had this guy who worked for him that he also kind of had a crush on. Okay, that was wanting That'll some happen. of his stuff too. So yeah. I, again, I don't know. Huh. I don't know if there was any treasure, but there was rumored he had some treasure around somewhere. So, well, there are fine folks in Bibb County. I'll <laughs> say that, and they are some doozies too, much like the rest of Alabama. <laughs> yeah. You know, it ain't any different than Fett. Really, mm-hmm. same vibe as Fett when I go there. Right. You know? I just know Fett's home, so I know all the crazy people, mm-hmm. and I know all the normal people. So nice. All right. Next up is Jacqueline. Hi, John and Heine. It's Jacqueline. Uh, John, you should know by now. I can't say that. You, you're my sister. Um, you know, maybe, but not really. Um, funny story I meant to tell you the other day, or sorry, I guess a couple weeks ago now. Um, my husband and I were watching the news and someone came on and their name was Mike Wilcox and they said, we now go to Mike Wilcox. And I said, McWill? <laughs> and I had no idea what I was talking about, but I thought it was pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so we're still in lockdown up here in uh, Nova Scotia. We're not Americans, but uh, a lot of the people up here sometimes think they are. They're having protest rallies against the mask, and there was even some Trump rallies up here. It's- time out, time out. <laughs> Trump rallies in Canada? Dude, he's not even president <laughs> anymore. <laughs> he was going to be president of Canada if he got reelected. <laughs> That is that is bizarre. That is so bizarre. That is to me. bizarre. I mean, that'd be like having a Trudeau. Like, what if you went to yeah. downtown Tuscaloosa and they're having a Trudeau rally down here? You'd be like, what are you guys doing? I'd be like, where's the food trucks? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like, are there Trump rallies here in America? Are they still going on? Are I didn't people, think Trump so. Still like, getting I, out okay. on their boats or whatever. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's like conservative like CPACs or like I'm sure there's sure. there's conservative rallies and stuff. But, like, I thought Trump rallies were, like, on hiatus right now. I, I thought so, Until too. Until 2024 when he runs again. <laughs> <laughs> I really have... No, I've I've really turned off the news. Yeah. And it's been the greatest thing ever. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> unless I see it on uh, some other medium I might be on. Yeah. And even then, I don't investigate anything. I'm just like, oh, well, oh, somebody hacked the pipeline. Okay. You know, <laughs> I don't worry about any of it. It's been I great. Just, man... Jacqueline, you threw me for a loop with the Canadian Trump rallies. I'm just, I'm just imagining like a pasty white dude being like, "Yay, uh, make make America great, eh? Make Canada A again." <laughs> okay, continue. I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. It was, uh, it was a little fun for a while to be able to look down our noses at our brothers to the south. Uh, but now that uh, he who shall not be named is no longer around, it seems like you guys may be getting you know, your ducks in a row with this pandemic, and it's good. Um, you know, just, uh, you know, now we're the ones that are in lockdown, and you guys are the ones that get to go out and do stuff. Anyways, hopefully we'll be out of lockdown soon. Uh, I did get the clot shock, as my aunt likes to call it, the AstraZeneca vaccine. So hopefully I won't die. And uh, yeah, 
I will talk to you later, and I hope you are all staying safe and wonderful. Bye. All Con- right. Congratulations on being fully vaccinated. Yeah. You two are saving. We're saving people, lives. Saving lives. Uh, you may want to tell everybody up there in Nova Scotia that Trump said the vaccine was safe <laughs> and that it was okay to take. You know, yeah. I don't know why people are afraid of it. Trump well, said it was okay. Well, the media laughed at him when he was running, and he said there was going to be a vaccine soon. Remember that? Sure. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I, that's one no. of those things he was right about. No, he said there was a vaccine right around the corner. Oh, really? This is, sounds weird to say, but credit to Trump for getting the vaccine out quick <laughs> yeah. for everybody. You know, he will never get the credit for that. But yes, he definitely deserves it. You know, and 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 how funny is it now that it was Trump? And well, not him personally, but his team of people. They, well, now, they, come, they him, come together. If you and they hear did, him tell it; it was him personally. Well, of course, if you hear him tell it, it's always him. But I'm just saying, they put in what is it, playing Operation Warp Speed to yep. get this vaccine as soon as possible. That's right. And now it's the more conservative people who are like, nope, no vaccine nope. for me. <laughs> I'm not getting it. And that's why I wonder, like, if Trump was still president, if if that people would have gotten it. That's a good question. You know, like all the people that are like, you're going to turn into a zombie or whatever. <laughs> yeah. You know, I wonder if they would have got it. I don't know. Because he question. was out there going, it's going to be safe and it's fine, mm-hmm. and he's gotten it, and you know, yeah, I'm not worried about it. Huh? I've been fine. Uh, and then we got one last one. What's up, Earth Oddity? It's Stan. Well, I just want to go over a few things from the previous episode. Uh, you know, John got his vaccine. Yay! You know, that's good for you. But that, you know, might have had some issues uh, with your internet and. Some of the uh, words you were trying to get out that week, you know, that might be related to the vaccine. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, there was a reference to the chip shortage. Well, the reason there's a chip shortage is because most of the plants overseas, believe it or not, do not work every month of every year. So with COVID, there was a lot of shutdowns and a lot of people not going back to work. Well, when they were able to go back to work, they couldn't go back to work because it was their holidays. Well, anyway, the reason that all that got put back and everything was there was no supply and demand. So the people that were mining the stuff for the chips were so far behind mining that when they were able to work, they wasn't able to get the amount of chips out they needed to get out before the next holiday. Well, I just thought I'd explain it a little bit, you know. Uh, since I've had my automotive ties, I understand that a lot more than uh, than I did before. Well, I hope y'all have a good day, and see you later. Yeah, it's true. There's mm-hmm. supply chain issues everywhere. So far, still can get barbecue chips, so that's really <laughs> the only thing I care about. Okay? Right. That's the only thing that matters. What chips were, were were running out of? For like, you know, all the computer stuff in your car. I got you. Yeah. Okay. Like we, Dieter had to take her car to get it serviced this week mm-hmm. and uh, at the Toyota place. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about used cars being yeah. super high right now. Right. And well, they don't have hardly any new car inventory. Huh. Yeah. It's wild. Dang. Yeah. You know, I've got a Dodge Dakota I need to get on the market. Uh, there you, you better go. better do it now. You better do it right now. <laughs> Put that bad boy on Facebook. <laughs> I'll Throw that. in a bicycle in the back of it. You can get that out of my yard. That's fine with me. <laughs> oh, thank you, everybody, for calling. Big us. call week. Yeah, no, big call week. Yeah. Shout out to the Earth Audi Credit to the Earth Oddity yes. audience. Credit to y'all. For calling in. Yeah. And contributing. Right. 
Uh, we've also got some questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. Every week we ask John some questions, and if you would like to ask John questions, you can join our Discord server, link in the show notes, and you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. You can ask him questions. It can be about free-range chicken eggs. It can be about... <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, chip shortages in cars. Yeah. It can be about vaccines, whatever, and he will answer them correctly. He just can't answer Chick-fil-A questions right. No, I answer those <laughs> right, too. You just refuse to hear it. Uh, you and your communist buddy, Marquette. No, <laughs> we're to fine. bring down America. We're fine. Those waffle fries you described sound delicious, too. Yeah. With like a marshmallow dip, sweet potato. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not big on sweet potato fries. But, I'm not either. But... Yeah, that's but if it good. was done up more as a dessert, yeah, yeah I right, might yeah. fall victim to that. Uh, and that brings us to our first question. Russell says, go, are sweet potato fries the work of the devil from the <laughs> darkest place of the abyss? <laughs> well, because a- that's the only possible explanation. <laughs> what a weird bit of synchronicity. Uh, I'm not a fan of sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. I love sweet potatoes. Favorite food in the world. If you don't know, is my mom's sweet potato casserole. Didn't know that. Love it. Love it. The best. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm, I'm hungry now thinking about it. My stomach <laughs> may start growling again. Uh, but I'm not a fan of sweet potato fries. Mm-hmm. I, but I like sweet potatoes in all other forms. Okay. But if I could get it like she described it with some brown sugar cinnamon mm-hmm. and a mar- you know, kind of like a dessert type thing. Yeah. I could probably get down with it. That's my thing. I like sweet potatoes too, but I want sweet potatoes as a dessert. Yeah. I agree. Like, like to me, per like, okay, Thanksgiving comes, I'm eating all my Thanksgiving food. Sweet potato casserole is not going to be on my plate oh, until yeah? I eat all my other food. Mm, that's how you lose out at my house. Then when you I go, you better get it first. Dip, it's going to be gone. Well, I don't want my sweet stuff with my salty stuff. No, I no. guess that's just me. Okay, but yeah, I, I but, don't, I'm not a fan of sweet potato fries. Yeah, I agree. I don't know that they're the work of the devil, <laughs> but but I tell you who didn't work them. That's, <laughs> The Lord. The Lord. <laughs> uh, Raytheon asks, are there fish in Finland? I would imagine yeah. the water surrounding. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> and if Finland has a coast, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's fish around there and in their lakes, fjords, fjords. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I believe that's the right term. Uh-huh. How did I pull that out? I don't know. I, I think that's how they got the name Finland. Okay. Uh-huh. All the fish. Yeah. All the fish they got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nicole asks, does Deidre tell you when she gets hit on? Huh. Interestingly enough, a few weeks ago, we had a conversation and I was like, do you ever get hit on? You know, and Mm -hmm. she's like, no, not often. And I was like, I do all the time. (laughs) But but I I don't, I don't, there was an old guy that got creepy with her at work one time. Oh, snap. Like a patient, you know, Mm -hmm. and. She told me about that. But in general, I don't think she gets hit on a whole lot because I think she lets everybody know she's got the best at home. <laughs> so right up front. I think it does depend on the circles you run in. Yeah. You know, I know that uh, and I can't speak for everybody. I could just speak from my experience. But it seems like just around here, at least where we are, our culture, you, you live and you're single. And then when you get married and once you get married, you slowly graduate up to the married class, Sunday sure. school class. All your friends get married, so it it becomes about you hanging out with your other married couples, right. and like you're going to each other's kids stuff. Your kids are playing together. I don't know. Just I guess your surroundings just kind of change. But then also, we know several people 
who have <laughs> had extramarital affairs, you know, and <laughs> yeah. stuff. So I don't know. I just feel like I don't, I'm not saying this about Dieter, just for me personally, I'm too ugly for anybody to hit on me. So, <laughs> or I just don't recognize when people do hit on yeah. me. Now, there was someone who Dieter used to dislike, still does dislike, who she said was hitting on me all the time. And I never realized it. I just huh. thought she was nice. Do I something. know this person? Oh, yeah. You know her. Uh, she used to go to church. She used to go to our church. Okay. Huh. Had a husband still goes to our church. And Does uh, her husband still go to our church or did he start going to nope, a different Nope, that's a different church? one. Okay, I'm thinking of someone different. <laughs> You're thinking of somebody different. Okay. I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll I don't talk care. about it in the patron <laughs> She used to run the children's program. I'll just say that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't. I never divorced read. now. I don't know. And what. remarried. Yeah, she's. I don't know if she's remarried. I know she's. She's with somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're married or not. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you definitely know. That's who I'm interesting, about. man. But I never felt like mm-hmm. she was or anything. But huh. Deidre hated her. I mean, not hated her, but like was, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Didn't bit. like her because she thought she thought she was coming after her man. I guess so. Huh. I was too dumb to realize. It. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you missed out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you're good. She wasn't my type anyway. <laughs> right. Yeah. I will share a quick story. I think I've shared this on the show before, but there was one time me and my son Eli, we went to the grocery store to just get something quick. I forget what it was, but it was Publix down on campus because mm-hmm. we used to live over there nearby. And we go in there and we come back out and we're getting in the truck. And uh, and this this woman, she walks up. To the truck, like I slammed my window down, you know, because it was nice outside. And she's like, hey, I like your truck. And I was like, oh, thanks. And she's like, man, I think you were to just take me for a ride. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, I'm, I'm actually headed home because I got to, you know, fix supper or for, and stuff, whatever. Well, she just like started trying to strike up a conversation. Yeah. And I was just being nice. But uh, I got back home. I could not wait to tell Tara, <laughs> you know, could not wait. And she was like, well, was this lady drunk? And I said, still counts. Still counts. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I, Deidre, I don't think gets hit on a lot, but she's really just at work and comes home. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And so it's not like we're out in places where people would be hitting on us right. that much. Yeah. So, yeah. Raytheon asked, will we ever get to ask que- Hudson questions about stuff? I mean, if y'all want to set it up, I'll get him over here. Definitely. That we wouldn't be a problem at sometime. all. Yeah. It's got to be somebody besides Raytheon, though. We okay. need at least three people okay. who are interested. Y'all vote in the Ask John Questions <laughs> stuff this week if y'all want to ask Hudson questions. Yeah, there we go. And we'll get him over here. Hudson's had a rough time here the past few weeks. Oh, no. His bird died. Mm-hmm. He's lost like four assignments at school. Oh, no. And had to redo them and everything. Oh, that stinks. He, he so Monday night, well, pre- the week before, so the end of the week before, about middle of the week, he's like, hey, I lost my blue notebook at school. It had these five pages of notes that I have to turn in for a grade on Monday, mm-hmm. you know? So Deidre, of course, just loses it <laughs> <laughs> and starts going off on him. And But Deidre did text a couple of his friends' parents and got the uh, notes. He got them to send the notes to him so he could uh, – he could. Uh, the school is calling me right now, by the way. Oh, Weird. wow. Uh, so he could do it. So he did it and he turned them all in. And on the way home Monday night, Dieter was like, well, what did you get on your 
thing that you turned in, and he was like, well, I only made a 70 on it because I didn't have a graph on there. And then I thought Deidre was going to come unglued, like, because he had told us he had it all done or whatever. And I was just hollering at him mm-hmm. and everything. And he was like, he was in complete shutdown mode. <laughs> oh, man. So I had to sit down on the porch with him and walk him through, like, look, man, you had all this time to get it done. It's on you. It's nobody else's fault but you. It doesn't matter that somebody, quote, unquote, stole your notebook mm-hmm. that, or whatever. You know, like, you're the guy who didn't do it. Your mom went through all that trouble to get you the stuff to do it, and you turned it in and you still made a C on it. Now, between me and you, Hudson, making a C on this assignment is not a big deal at all. <laughs> right. I was like, between me and you, Hudson, no one has ever asked me what I made in seventh grade history in my <laughs> entire life. I was like, oh, I don't really care. I was like, but your mom cares and it's important to her. And so then I had to go in and have the conversation with Dieter that like, hey, yelling does nobody good. Yeah. Like, has anyone ever yelled at you in your life? And you've been like, oh, that person has a good point. You know, <laughs> I was like, you got to be calm. I was like, because as soon as you start yelling, he's going to shut down. And she was all in her feelings. It was like, well, I guess... I guess that I won't parent him anymore. He could just be yours to parent. I was like, oh, I hate it. I hate it when they go there. <laughs> I was like, well, oh, I, I'm going to tell you what, Deidre, that is a coward's excuse right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, if that's how you're going to act, you're a coward. I was like, he's not the same as Thomas, who you can tell to do something and he will immediately go and do it. He needs a little more work, you know? <laughs> hey, just a word to the wise. <clears throat> Any dads out there who you get that line from your wife, well, I guess I'll just let you decide from now on. Uh Don't ever respond, well, I wish you would. (laughs) (laughs) It does not go well. I spent my Monday night, you know, getting Hudson back up and running and then having to get Deidre back up and running. And I didn't have anything to do. I was in such a good mood. You know, we'd mm-hmm. been to like a, a an eagle ceremony for the first two female Eagle Scouts in our entire council. And I had to talk at that, and you know we were on. I was on cloud nine, and next thing you know, <laughs> it, it went sideways fast. Oh man! Yeah. Uh, here's a question for me: Cash Money Oddity Millionaire asked Tiny, "What got you into podcast, and where did you learn all the technical stuff?" Okay. Well, I got into podcast when I got my very first smartphone, which was a Windows phone. Don't okay. judge me. <laughs> first one I ever had. I don't care. I'm not a. I don't care what phone people have. It was terrible. The people who care about what phone you have are bigger nerds than like Star Wars people to me. <laughs> right. You know, uh, people have a phone. I'm like, what is it? And they're like, oh, it's a Samsung. And I'm like, well, does it text? And they're like, yeah. Does it make calls? I'm like, yeah. They're like, you watch videos on it? Yeah. I'm like, well, that's all you need. Like, who well, cares? here, here was the thing. Okay, like I feel like most all phones these days are either Android or or Apple. Yeah. But like the Windows phone, when they came out with those, those things were terrible. Okay. Because, you know, there was very little app support for them. The browser worked sometimes. <laughs> As an Internet Explorer. It was it was bad. But now I will say that it did uh, well at work. I started listening to audiobooks. And I want to say about three months into that, I was like, you know, audiobooks are getting expensive. Yeah. Because I listened to them so quick. So I started listening to podcasts because it was free. There you go. And then a few years after that, I got to thinking, yeah, this is fun. I'd kind of like to do that. And uh, I asked John if, well, he, if he would yeah, do it. Yeah, somebody else first, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, I did ask somebody else first, and they were like, I don't think I would be good at that. And I do remember thinking they probably would. <laughs> so <laughs> I think they were right. I kind of wish they would have said yes. <laughs> Oh, anyway, here we are. Really, te- really kills your Sunday. <laughs> I'll just say that much. Technical stuff I learned from YouTube. Like, 
all dads sure. learn how to do stuff. YouTube days. has instructions for everything. Yes. Raytheon asks, why does waterboarding sound like an extreme sport <laughs> and the DMV sound like a rock band name? <laughs> well, uh, waterboarding is an extreme sport. <laughs> I would say that much. Yes. And the DMV, it does sound like a rock band, but it acts more like a, you know, like a soft rock band. <laughs> yeah. Like yes. a, all ballads all the time. Yeah. Or maybe like Muzak. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> like they play in the store. Yes. Jacqueline asked Simpsons or Family Guy? Oh, Simpsons. Family Guy is, well, early Simpsons, mm -hmm. you know, Family Guy is not that good of a show. It's much like Chick-fil-A, overrated. <laughs> it's one joke all the time. It's the same joke all the time. Uh, I'm with Guy. John on that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's made me laugh several times, but mm -hmm. after like a season of it, I was like, are you guys going to do anything different or are we just going to keep bringing up obscure references mm -hmm. to, to get a laugh out of people? Goose asks, why do people put a 50-gallon trash bag in a 15-gallon trash bag and then expect it to hold more than 15 gallons? First of all, I would question how you know other people's expectations, all right? Mm -hmm. And don't don't trash bag monitor me, by the way. <laughs> you know? Like, I'll use whatever trash bag I want. Yeah. But I think people do that because they'll go to Sam's Club and buy like 300 of something and they'll use them for their yard yeah. and their house and their bathroom and everything else. The occasional you know? body. Sure. Right. <laughs> but no, we have we have appropriate size trash bags. Yeah. I like a bigger trash bag in my trash can because when it's all piled up on the top, because I'm the only person that can see that the <laughs> trash can's full in my house. It makes it easier to because gather you, you it all together. you pull the sides up, and now it fits. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and it's all in there. Instead right. of like me, where you you take those little drawstrings, and you, you're you right. pulling them, yeah. but not too tight, because they rip through. Yes. You pull them too tight, and so you're just trying to put the exact right amount of tension that you can tie yeah. it up as close as possible yeah. without ripping the top. And in my garage is our old trash can, which isn't really any bigger than our new trash can, but mm -hmm. it had a lid on it. And yeah. uh, I wrote on the underside of that lid, and I imagine it's still written there with a Sharpie, I hate this trash can because it's so small. <laughs> I bought a nice big restaurant trash can with a lid and everything because Dieter thought at the time we had to have a lid because it kept it from smelling, which is ridiculous. It's not like it's airtight anyways, <laughs> you know? And uh, and she wouldn't let me put it in the house. She didn't like it because it, it was tacky. It was too big. Yep. She was like, it's too big. And... uh if it stink, it'll start stinking. I'm like, well, if it starts stinking, we take it out. If it starts stinking in a three gallon thing, we'll take it out. Like it doesn't matter if this is a 25 gallon or whatever. And so now we have like a little bitty tiny trash can. I hate it. We went through that exact same thing when yeah. when I, I was a bachelor and then I got married and and a woman was moving into my house. Yeah, and we can't have a big trash can. No I more. don't get it. I don't understand. It's like, tacky. what's the deal? It's tacky. <laughs> like, Ours is in the pantry, you know, like you can't see it. It's not sitting out in the open. Now, at the old house, it was sitting out in the open. And I could see the logic of, I don't like the way this looks, mm -hmm. but I don't get the, it's going to smell because it's bigger. And I'm like, well, if it starts smelling, we just take it out. Like if, if, it, if the little one starts smelling, we take it out. What's the difference? <laughs> but if it doesn't smell, that decreases the trips I have to make outside with a trash can, with a trash bag. Because nobody else knows the path to the big can outside. I'm the only one that can find the way over there, too. Uh, big Cheese 7575 asks, burritos or tacos? Ooh, 
That's a tough one. I'm a burrito guy. I'm a. I'd like to answer both. Yeah, I, re- I mean, why not both? <laughs> yes. Really? But if I had to choose between the two, I'm a burritos guy. Yeah, I would so, say yeah. I, I like a burrito. Yeah, I want burritos now. Well, Taco Bell will be open soon. <laughs> soon, not soon, soon enough. Not though. soon enough. <laughs> but every day we're getting closer. That's our Bobo ask. What the heck, man? Just in general, what the heck, <laughs> dude? I don't know. <laughs> That's just how it be sometimes. <laughs> yeah, it really do be like that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Well, John, I don't know about you, but I want to thank our patrons. Absolutely. I want to thank them all. I want to especially thank those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And who might those be? You know, the perfect time to pull this up would be while I'm reading the Cajun Curl ad. <laughs> that's a, that's yeah. a good point. <laughs> be the great, great time. Those fine people would be Daniel Hedrick, James White, Warsaw. Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and, of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Our favorite Canadian news person. <laughs> That's yes. right. <laughs> we thank you all so much for donating to the show and just uh, helping us do what we do. Yeah. If you would like to hop on that Patreon train, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several tiers, but if you join at the $5 tier, you get an extended show every yep. single week, and you get an all-exclusive patrons-only show once a month. That's right. That's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. There you go. I was going to say, we need to do another episode. Would you maybe uh, would you be up for maybe meeting one day next week? I'm on days next week. Yeah, I probably can. Okay. All yeah. right. Well, We'll plan on that then. But as as for now, that's it for the free show. What have we got coming up in the extension? Um, I have a story about a woman who killed her husband with her buttocks. Okay. No other way to put it. I have a story about Gwyneth Paltrow's exploding nether regions. Okay. It is every bit as gross as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, that's it. That's All right. it. Well, you've been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Pandora, we're on them all. We're everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. We got some show art, that is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. Uh, We have a Discord server, link in the show notes, and we have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? It's 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
patrons. We're here and excited to tell you about some very weird stories. <laughs> some very we weird stories. Yes. But I need to update everyone on the credit card caper. That's right. Okay. I did post this in the patrons Discord, but not everybody is in Discord mm-hmm. that's on the patron thing. So I think it was Tuesday.